closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. We are back on On the Sidelines, Lindsay Patterson and Molly Watson. It's a solo episode for me today, Lindsay, just talking right now as uh, I hit the road to travel to Nashville for the Bengals and Titans game. I'm going to try and have a live pod of that. You'll hear it in our October show. But just wanted to talk a little bit about the state of the Bengals, where they are heading into week four. Obviously, the biggest news is Joe Burrow's calf, and there's a lot of things to talk about when it comes to Joe, and I kind of want to back it up just a little bit because we haven't had a pod since the Monday Night Football game ended, and I know how a lot of people feel about the offense right now, and it feels like it's moving a little slow. Just major props to quarterback Joe Burrow for going out there. Um, it was a big question mark after the Ravens game because in the second half versus the Ravens, it felt like this offense is back. They're rolling. They get some late TDs to tie, to T. Higgins, and I thought, well, they'll have one more shot to win the game, and it just felt like the slow start was over for this team. But unfortunately, they lost in week two, and then you rebound in week three. There was question marks leading up to the game. Would Joe Burrow play? And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was a question mark until maybe Saturday when everyone said practice is going good. Joe Burrow, it's high energy. He's back out there. And even Joe Burrow himself felt like Sunday was going to be the day that he felt I can go on Monday night football. And I just think that's absolutely tough of a leader and competitor that they have in the quarterback for him to go back out there. Even Aaron Rodgers, who sent a couple text messages to him last week when Joe reached out for some thoughts of playing through a calf injury. And he said, that's what true competitors do. You know, you don't know how much pain that guy's in as he's out there and I just think you know I know how people feel about the offense right now and yeah it felt like they left some points off the board but overall for Joe Burrow to tough it out and play through that is absolutely huge and you know he knew the risk versus reward there's a chance he goes back out there and he could re-injure his calf but he also knew hey they could drop 0-3 if he's not out there too and overall just credit to him and you know that's the kind of quarterback you want in in your quarterback room and and leading this team right now um you know just updates overall when it comes to Joe Burrow he did have a full participant uh practice on Thursday it was their first real practice just because it's a short turnaround Wednesday they had a walkthrough so I feel like that's pretty encouraging um but as Joe Burrow said in his Wednesday press conference anything can happen almost when you feel like you hit the finish line um you could re-aggravate your calf so we're just hoping Every week is just better for Joe Burrow so he can heal up and, uh, you know, the offense can get going and rolling. But overall, um, you know, the offense, there's 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 more. There's more there. And, and, you know, week two it felt like they got T's confidence back out there. He's in the end zone after his week one performance. Week three, it was Jamar Chase, 141, 12 catches. He's still trying to get that touchdown, his first touchdown of the season. Maybe that'll be in Nashville. But overall, um, offensively, the run game, Joe Mixon has been a pretty big positive over the last few weeks, even though they did run the ball quite a bit, or they did uh, throw the ball quite a bit on Monday Night Football, and I think a lot of people were surprised with that. But as of now, we'll see if this offense can kind of balance out as Joe Burrow is getting healthy. But offensively, you know, it was it's one of those things that we've actually talked about for the last two to three, maybe even four years when it comes to the offensive line and its struggles. And this offseason, they went and got Orlando Brown at left tackle. You move Jonah Williams over to right tackle. And overall, it's been maybe Joe Burrow's best 
offensive line that he's had in Cincinnati since he was drafted here in 2020. Um, I know the bar isn't super high when you look what he's been able to do, even the 2021 team, what he was able to take to the Super Bowl with that offensive line. So, you know, just hope that everybody can stay healthy and Joe's calf gets better and, and this offense, we can really see the full potential of what it can be because it's still there. Um, you have guys like Tyler Boyd, as I mentioned, Joe Mixon. I still feel like they're trying to fill out who their running back number two is. Unfortunately, Chase Brown, I feel like it's going to take another year or so before we can really see his potential. Travion Williams has been okay, um, but Joe Mixon has been the bright spot when it comes to running back number one. So those are some of my thoughts on offense, and I thought Zach Taylor did a really good job calling plays on the Monday night football game because you're trying to protect your quarterback and um, he's doing the best he can right now as Joe's uh, getting healthy every week. We'll flip over to the defense of the side. I think you could look at that week two again and I keep going back to week two versus the Baltimore Ravens because I felt like there was opportunities there when you put pressure on Lamar Jackson that's when you're going to find ways to defend Lamar Jackson. And unfortunately, just felt like they couldn't do it. Uh, but they had a bounce back game on Monday Night Football because a lot of people, they looked at this Rams team as maybe they were rebuilding or, you know, what is it going to be? And over the last few weeks in the NFL, Matthew Stafford was putting up over 600 yards. They had rookie wide receivers stepping up on their offense. And it was going to be a pretty tough offense, even though their offensive line isn't too solid. And I thought the defense was absolutely incredible. You look at Trey Hendrickson, Logan Wilson with a nice bounce back game. They're getting turnovers, six sacks, all the pressure in the world. And that's what you want to see out of this defense. What's so great about the defensive performance is, you know, it's nice that the offense was able to control the time of possession to give the defense a little bit of a break. But they went out there and they had a bounce back game. And it really did remind me of 2021 defense, 2022 defense. Um, they have the guys, the youth, Dax Hill. There was a lot of concern going into the season in the safety position without Jesse Bates and Von Bell. And I know there's still a little bit of question marks for Nick Scott, but I honestly think that the, the, the sky's the limit for Dax Hill in year two. And it's really his first year in his natural position to be out there in the secondary. So that's been a positive. But I think what's so cool about the defensive performance is you can point to so many different players that stepped up and that's what you want to see out of this group. They're still young. There's youth, um, what they can build on, on and, and, and Logan Wilson and Trey Hendrickson. I thought they had really great bounce back games on Monday Night Football. So that's all been really exciting. When it comes to special teams, Charlie Jones, man, they might have a punt returner in the rookie. Uh, but unfortunately with Charlie Jones, he has been out the last two days of practice. He did not practice through the walkthrough. And then on Thursday, he did not practice. He's dealing with a hand injury. So to be determined if he's going to play in Tennessee, if he doesn't play, Trinder will be the punt returner. But uh, Charlie has been a lot of fun after what felt like a little bit of an underwhelming preseason. So I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do on special teams. Evan McPherson stepped up big time. I know you missed one field goal, but over all just a great performance by by Evan and it's always nice when you get close to the 50 you, you know that uh, this might be money max turn to at least get three points on the board if you're not getting in the end zone and getting touchdowns so that was encouraging Brad Robbins I'm not down on him yet I know when you look at the a punter and you're not you know field position it's all extremely important but I'm not down I, I want to give him some time it, it's it's going into week four of the season and, and we'll be able to kind of evaluate as we get close to the midway point of where Brad Robbins is but a reminder for everyone who you know get down on these guys you have to remember he's a rookie give him some time and um, overall I feel like there's still a lot 
left off the table for the offense and, and even to the special teams unit when it comes to what we can see from them. But um, defensively, it was just very encouraging. And Spring brings new beginnings, but it can also bring unexpected injuries. Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care is more affordable than a busy ER. With five convenient locations, including extended evening and Saturday hours in Edgewood and Anderson, Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care makes it easy to get the care you need. Simply walk in, no appointment necessary. Visit orthocincy.com to learn more. That's orthocincy.com defensively which is very encouraging and it doesn't get easier because you played the Tennessee Titans and um, obviously the Titans will remember what happened in the divisional round they remember what happened last year in regular season um, you, they're they're going to try to come and get their theirs and uh, it's at home it's at home for the Titans in Nashville and we'll see what that crowd looks like I know Bengals fans uh, love to make that road trip like I said I'm going to be making that one and, and hopefully doing a little fun uh, tailgate podcast and pregame maybe postgame of, of how Nashville is with all the Bengals fans and hopefully we're celebrating a win and the Bengals can get to a 500 record but as I mentioned it's a tough team you know Jeffrey Simmons is someone who is very intimidating on the defensive side of the ball, their physical. Zach Taylor's talked about that this week. Ted Karras has talked about it. Other teams, other players in the Bengals locker room just talk about the similarities when they see the Tennessee Titans team compared to other teams around the AFC North. So it won't be easy. I think it's going to be a close one. I don't know if this is the game that the offense can bounce back, but I'm not saying that they're going to lose. I just think that it's going to take a couple more couple more series, and, and depending on how Joe's feeling with the calf, and hopefully every game he's feeling better, you know, him saying after the game there was no setbacks is what you want to hear. I know a lot of people were kind of criticizing how the offense looked, but you have to remember that the, all the wins, if you win, it all counts the same at the end. Um, you don't get extra points for making it look better. It's just stuff you can work on, and, and there's no real excuses for that. Even offensive coordinator Brian Callahan said, we're not going to use Joe's calf injury as, as, a, as a crutch. You know, no excuses there, and there's, there's things that they need to work on. But what was really encouraging is Joe was out there, and I think that's awesome. As I mentioned before, that's a tough leader and just awesome to see out of Joe. Um, you know, I, I would have understood if he didn't play and the Bengals do have decision makers behind the scenes when it comes to doctors and trainers and staff members, they wouldn't put Joe out there if they don't feel like that it would be okay for Joe to be out there. And obviously Joe was uh, wanting to play. You could tell last week he really wanted to be out there. Um, he, he was a uh, did not practice in the in the first one, and then he was limited for the rest of the practices. But this week, it's um I think it's very encouraging. I feel like I've said encouraging a couple times on this podcast today, but it's good to see. It's really unfortunate that Joe's you know had to deal with this calf injury for so long, and you hope that he can get through and and, and let it heal while he's playing. Um, but it's it's you know it's still one game back right now, one game back in the AFC North that they were favorited to win. And it's a very long season. And I think a lot of people forget that what you look like in September might not matter when you get into November. Um, you know, you just got to stay healthy. And, and for the most part, the Cincinnati Bengals have Joe is kind of bouncing back right now. And uh, when it comes to other injuries, Irv Smith, the tight end looks like he probably won't play against the Tennessee Titans. He was out on Monday night football. Tanner Hudson has been uh, one that is, has really stepped up in the tight end room. Even Drew Sample 
I think, you know, you, you have an okay tight end room. It's something that you really don't utilize like other teams when it comes to the tight end position. But overall, um, you know, they do have some guys who can step up, and we saw that this past week. So short turnaround for the Cincinnati Bengals as they hit the road to play Nashville and uh, Nashville, the Tennessee Titans. I always say Nashville because it's such a great road trip. And I highly recommend if you're thinking about a game or you're listening to this podcast uh, tomorrow and you're thinking, you know what? It's going to be beautiful sky. I think they said mid-80s, sunny. It's about a four-hour trip from Cincinnati. Uh, highly recommend going to that game. Um, but, yeah, hopefully this is the week they can they can get two in a row and being kind of in the, a similar situation to what they were last year at this time. If they're able to do that, I think a lot of people remember they started out 0-2, they go play the Jets, beat the Jets, and then it was Thursday night football against the Miami Dolphins, and then they were even at 2-2. Two and two. So, you know, they have some work to do because they are behind in their Division two games. Um, it is Baltimore and Cleveland playing this week, so um, we'll see what happens in, in, in and around the AFC North when it when it comes to the teams who are ahead of them. But, um, but overall, you know, that's where we're at when it comes to the Cincinnati Bengals and um, like I said before, I just hope Joe can, can bounce back and, and we can see a healthy Joe because, you know, this guy is – he's can put up the numbers. It's it's year four for him. Obviously, three weeks ago signing the contract extension, and, and, and now it's uh, another road game for them. And I'm, I'm really excited to see what the offense is able to do, and hopefully the defense can um, continue to complement um, or the offense can, can complement the, the defense just from their performance on Monday night, which was absolutely incredible. Um, it was just really good to see because, I don't know, I was just getting a little nervous with that, with that slow start, and, you know, it's, it's easy to compare it to, to where they were last year, but they still have some work to do and they have all the talent in the world and if anybody could do it I think this offense this coaching staff and the defensive side of the ball will be able to step up and uh and 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 make a nice run if Joe Burrow can stay healthy I believe in it especially with the protection on the offensive line um which has been really fun to watch uh I talked about Orlando Brown Jr. Jonah Williams had himself a game this past week he moved over to right tackle I know there were some concerns with Jonah Williams at left tackle last year, but him moving positions, that isn't easy for an offensive lineman. And I just thought absolutely incredible for him to be able to to switch positions and, and fit right in. So that's where we're at right now. The Cincinnati Bengals take on the Tennessee Titans. And, and hopefully I want to add this in for the Cincinnati Reds too. They are still in it a game and a half back of the wild card as I'm recording this. So this is going to be before their, their next game. And I'm hoping, you know, things work out for them. It's just unfortunate what happened in the Pirate series and then obviously losing to the Guardians in game two of the series. But that's where we're at on this podcast. Molly Watson will join me next month month i'm really excited about october as we get into playoffs i mean fc cincinnati we'll see what's happening with the cincinnati reds if it's going to be their off season or not and the cincinnati Bengals will be uh heating up in october too so as always thank you for listening to on the sidelines with lindsey patterson and molly watson